thanks to everyone who are listening to this podcast. This is Rika Riola from the Criminology Department of St. Louis Colleges. So today I'm going to talk about rape and try to be enlightened about things we truly don't know and we aren't sure about that keeps us wondering all this time. We cannot deny the fact that sometimes rape issues were taken as a joke which is really insulting to those who have gone through it. But first, let us define what is rape and why is it becoming more rampant. Is it because of the fast-moving modernization or simply because of the existence of criminal people, particularly rapists? According to Wikipedia, rape is a type of sexual assault usually involving sexual intercourse or other forms of sexual penetration carried out against a person without that person's consent. may be carried out by physical force, coercion, abuse of authority, or against a person who is incapable of giving valid consent, such as one who is unconscious, incapacitated, has an intellectual disability, or below the legal age of consent. The term rape is sometimes used interchangeably with the term sexual assault. Nowadays, rape victims were sometimes labeled as a promoter for their victimization based on the types of clothes they wear, to whom they mingle with, and where do they go through such as entertainment places or somewhere that is out of coverage or considered as dangerous zone. But the real thing is, rape do exist even during the medieval period wherein people, particularly women, do wear overall clothes such as long sleeves with close neck or turtleneck rather, paired with long skirts. They don't show too much skin, but some of them became a victim of rape. So this only implies that rape is not based on the clothes the victim wears, but simply because there is a presence of a rapist. There is nothing to do with the dressing code because a rapist is a rapist and rape is rape. It is a crime that may exist whenever there is a motivated criminal to commit such offense. So, what are the effects of a rape incident to the rape victim? People who have been raped can be traumatized and develop post-traumatic stress disorder. Serious injuries can result along with the risk of pregnancy and sexually transmitted infections. Now I'm going to mention some of the physical and psychological effects of rape case to the victims. First, gynecological disorder or abnormal vaginal bleeding, reproductive disorders, sexual disorders, infertility, pelvic inflammatory disease, pregnancy complications, miscarriage, sexual dysfunction, acquiring sexually transmitted infections such as HIV and AIDS, Mortality from injuries, increased risk of suicide, depression, chronic pain, psychosomatic disorders, unsafe abortion, and unwanted pregnancy. 
Based on the above-mentioned effects, we can easily conclude how devastating rape case is both to the victim and to the society. It is a huge threat, especially for the women, because it is indeed a life-changing incident. A kind of nightmare we surely don't want to experience. So, given that women nowadays are becoming more sexy or they show off too much skin, is it a consent for them to be raped? Is it their fault to be a victim of such ridiculous crime? God, people, let's stop this hypocrisy! Yay! I mean, it is such a lame excuse to be used this time. It is too irrelevant to be used as a valid excuse for committing a crime. I have read plenty of articles and they were all pointing the same idea. To be a rape victim doesn't have something to do with the dressing code, age, race, and sexuality. It is an abuse that can be done anytime with the presence of a motivated offender that can no longer control his libido. Honestly, we cannot eliminate this type of crime, but at least we can help eradicate the fast-growing number of such cases through sexual education and being more vigilant and certain to the implementation of punishment to the criminals. We, as concerned individuals, can raise programs that may lift or empower those innocent rape victims. We should be more sensitive, but never let them feel as if they were different. We can empower them through positive life outlook sharing and by simply making them realize that their dignity can never be stolen through anything they never wanted to happen. To be dignified is not just about not having sexual intercourse. Not even a rape can ruin their whole lives. Truth to be told, we, especially women, should be more vigilant and sensitive to our environment. Although I have made it clear from the beginning that our clothes isn't a consent in order for us to be sexually assaulted, we should still be more careful. Each one of us is responsible for our own security, so we should be more observant. We never know what those people around us might be thinking. Some said, respect yourself first before you ask for respect. Like, hello? Just because she's being herself through showing off some skin doesn't mean she doesn't respect herself. Yes, respect is earned, but for me, being judgmental and mean to people you don't even know is more disrespectful. Gosh, this is getting more intense. Hypocrisy at its finest. Yay! There is rape because there is a rapist. No more excuses. We all deserve to be respected and carry ourselves the way we wanted. Respect isn't labeled through our dressing code because a respectful person won't mind other people's choice. Instead, they support and empower each other. Salute to those people who are fighting their silent battles. Know that you're capable of loving and to be accepted by the society no matter what shit you have been through. We are all entitled to be loved and respected. No one is above and no one should be left behind. To those criminals, know that even God said, Give what is due to Caesar. 
justice will eventually be served. Maybe you think you won the battle on the law of the land, but not during the final judgment, which will be served to all of us. Anyone anywhere can become a victim of rape or sexual violence. Rape is never the victim's fault. Nothing that the victim has done or said gives entitlement to a sexual act or its attempt against the victim's wishes. It is not always easy to know what to say when someone tells you they have been sexually assaulted, especially if they are a friend or a family member. For a survivor, disclosing to someone they care about can be very difficult, so I encourage you to be as supportive and non-judgmental as possible. Sometimes comforting words such as I am here for you, it is not your fault, or you can get through this doesn't work to some rape victims because we all have our different love and care language. Sometimes a hug is more effective. Just our presence and a sincere shoulder to lean on is enough. Some could be denial and will eventually decide to keep their silence to avoid judgments and we cannot do anything about it. So here is an open letter from a rape survivor and I just hope and pray this will serve as an inspiration to move on to those who have experienced the same thing. As a rape survivor, I struggle to read the commentary and I often avoid it altogether. Online, people question what role the victim played in encouraging the attack. They blame her. Meanwhile, some people rally around the attacker and defend his actions. They leave the impact of his actions in the survivor's life out of their statements, out of their concern. It is hard to watch another convicted rapist receive so little punishment, asking for zero accountability for his action. Worried about how his actions will affect his life, the assailant acts as though he is the real victim. It's far too reminiscent of my own experience, feeling as though there was no course of actions that would right the wrong. My own case being one of the two and the three summated unreported and my attacker being one of the 97% who will never see a jail cell. And here I am, watching these patterns repeat themselves, perhaps like you, as a victim of rape. I am re-experiencing my own shame and working myself through it. I am angry at the outcome of a broken system that re-traumatizes victims and rakes their character through the coals that speak of her in terms of a broken past and her attacker in terms of a bright future. As my mind and heart swarm with difficult emotions and a furious desire to control my own future and path forward, I wrote this letter to tell you the things I kept telling myself. Reminders of fact I know cognitively but what warrant frequent heartfelt repeating, you did not cause this tragedy. As women, we're hardwired to believe that we are responsible for how others respond to our bodies, even with violence. We think carefully about how we present ourselves so as to not be distracting or attract the wrong kind of attention. Similarly, it took me years to feel solid in my own understanding that I didn't cause my own attack and that no outfit or perfect combination of choices prevents assault. But I now know firmly that the responsibility of this crime lies solely on the rapists. Most assaults occur in our homes or by trusted people in our lives. Rape happens to people in all types of dress and all different circumstances. 
it happens to people who make all different choices. The scrutiny that victims often endure following rape is an indication of what is broken with society, not an indictment of you. You did not cause this. You share none of the blame. It is a tragedy. It has been 20 years since my first assault and the process of healing is still unfolding me. It's okay not to be over it. It's okay to grieve again. It's okay to be angry, sad, frustrated, and emotional, or all of the above. None of those feelings are meant to be residents where you live out of the rest of your days, but they do demand attention. It's okay to feel whatever you need to feel as this topic present in the forefront again. You deserve to feel your own feelings without judgment about what they are. You are not alone. The Department of Justice reports that 1 in 6 women and 1 in 33 men are assaulted in their lifetime. Every time I speak up about assault, I receive emails from countless people who share their own experiences with me. They say that I'm telling their story, that they are still seeking a way to feel connected and whole in their bodies, that they are grieving too. Shame thrives in solitude and you don't have to live there alone. If you want to read others' stories, there are many on the The Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network website. It can be therapeutic to have another person put in your words the feelings you haven't yet been able to express. But if you aren't in a place in which reading more about assault helps you, please just know you are not alone. You deserve support. Counseling, trusted friends, whatever therapeutic modalities you are comfortable seeking, utilize them. Support is always available to you, whether you have never sought it before or need it for the hundredth time. You deserve to have people in your life who shows up for you to help you work through your healing. Let the people you trust know how they can support you. Take care of you. There is no right way to move forward. There is no right time frame at which you are no longer allowed to be impacted by this. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Now and always, you deserve whatever you need to keep yourself afloat. It might mean speaking out and speaking up, finding your voice and standing on it. It might mean turning off the media and seeking quiet to process your feelings more privately. I know I often want to shake my fist at the sky that I need so much time and space to process when these things come up. Sometimes I'm frustrated that it still impacts me in so many ways. It feels so unfair, but I keep reminding myself that I am worthy for great things. Do whatever you need to do to care for yourself in this time. What is best for you doesn't have to be the same as what is best for me. Regardless of what is right for you, I hope that you are taking care of yourself. I hope that you walk toward your own unique healing path like the warrior that you are. I don't pretend to know exactly what it is you feel, but I do know that the layers I've had to work through between me and the peace I seek have been plenty. We deserve so much better than what happened to us, but I believe I will be okay. I believe you will too. I believe in you. You have already survived. You've made it this far. You are made of tough stuff. My heart is with you as we all seek greater peace in our own ways. Love, Erin Brown
Our lives are one big puzzle. We don't know how many pieces we've got, but there are people that fit in quite nicely and people who try but do not. We're constantly adding more pieces, all the memories of things we've been through. We had laughter and tears and adventure, and the lessons we've learned to be true. Everyone has their own puzzle. There will be ones where you do not fit. Don't you ever dare to make your pieces smaller, just so you can live there for a bit. If you keep cutting all of your edges, one day you won't recognize what you see, and you'll forget the person you once were. Before the world told you what you should be, make the most of each piece in your puzzle. It will be a grand masterpiece when it's done, so you won't have to look back when it's over and realize you've left out the sun.